Hello and welcome to our ongoing series of conversations with people that are helping us navigate the complex world of the automotive industry. Extremely fortunate today to catch up with Jonathan Banks. He is VP of Vehicle Valuation and Analytics with JD Power. Jonathan, thank you so much for taking the time to chat. Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. So I wanted to talk to you, Jonathan, about some of the key trends that you're seeing and how it is that we can do a better job of doing these valuation analysis. And in, in particular, I know that there is uh, interesting work that can be done with VIN numbers. Uh, so maybe you can tell us a little bit about how you're seeing the industry move and, and how that particular aspect of analytics is playing into the equation. Yeah. So one area in JD Power is the, the valuation services, which I, which I lead. And what we've seen, um, especially in the used market, which is one of our core uh, products, we do used car valuations. We've seen a shift um, in engagement from all different kinds of dealers in selling used cars. And part of that shift has been uh, managing the inventory and understanding uh, demand through uh, utilizing online data. So when uh, dealers are using uh, online listing data to understand you know, what's the uh, supply of a particular vehicle in my area, uh, how quickly can I turn that vehicle, um, and basically uh, stocking and understanding what consumers want. So one limitation that is, is very, very um, apparent now as, as the dealers move to more of online selling and buying and understanding that information that, uh, that's inherent in that process is uh, they're using a VIN to try to capture vehicle information. And the VIN, unfortunately, it doesn't give you as much information as you'd like to, as you'd like to get. So for example, if you're go out looking at for a uh, Toyota Camry, which you, you know, tens of thousands of Toyota Camrys are sold every month. Uh, using the VIN, you would only be able to say, well, this is a Toyota Camry and this has a four-cylinder engine. But Toyota Camry has multiple trims, multiple options available on the vehicle, which require then the dealer interacting with the vehicle and kind of figuring out what exactly is on, on that vehicle. Uh, what we've done is we've taken that information that the dealer's gathering about the vehicle and putting it on its online listing uh, to understand exactly what content is on the vehicle at the VIN level. So we're using information gathered by dealers or gathered by um, you know, other resellers of the vehicle uh, and capturing that data to understand at the VIN level exactly what's on that model. So what that does for us is a few things. It, it gives us precision on creating values that are specifically created for a vehicle and all the content on the vehicle and the trim and all those uh, vehicle attributes that are otherwise missing from just using the VIN. Very interesting. So how does that um, correlation, putting more meat on the bone, so to speak, at the VIN level, how is that being used by the dealer community or, or anybody else that's involved in the auto industry at this level? Yeah, it, it, it's not used as much as, as it could be used, and that's one of the reasons why uh, we think this getting involved in this is really a game-changing type of uh, utilization of data. Dealers right now are making decisions that are more general. So back to the Toyota Camry example, the dealer might figure out that a Toyota Camry LE maybe sells for $15,000 as a three-year-old model. Now, the, and I can sell that Toyota Camry in 30 days, and people like black and silver and whatever, mm -hmm. great. Mm -hmm. Now the dealer can look at 
I want the Toyota Camry LE, I want to make sure that it has this specific option content and the demand in my area improves my turn rate, so how many days it sits in my lot, by 10 days if I have this option, as well as this color, so I can get very precise on the inventory that I'm buying. So I, I can have an understanding of demand, not only for the Toyota Camry, but for a specific Toyota Camry with these features. And it might differ from the dealer that is in LA, to the dealer in Florida, to the dealer in New York. For that particular model, there might be different demand for different content, you know, based on some obvious ones are like sunroof or uh, all-wheel drive, sure. uh, where it's more related to climate. But there's also just preferences that just occur in different markets. So they can hone in on, on understanding how to manage their inventory at a much more granular level, much more pre precision. I mean, it sounds like uh, you're moving to, uh, to provide the ammunition to be much more data-driven in how it is that you bring value to market as a dealer or anybody else that's in the, in, in the industry. Um, I guess the question is, how prepared is the market, uh, dealers in particular, but anyone else, to really take that information and begin working with it? Are you seeing that, the, that this is a trend that, that the industry is ready to accept and act upon? Yeah, that, that's the beauty of the solution is the industry has been moving towards uh, uh, selling more vehicles online, uh, creating more uh, web-based content that requires that sort of precision in descriptions. What we're doing is taking that precision and making it actionable in a sense that now we're assigning all the attributes of that vehicle from a content standpoint to the VIN. So it's really easy to access now. You just put in the VIN and you get all that information. And it's not only really great for the dealers in managing inventory, one of the big problems that manufacturers have is, is similar to the dealers. What do I give, what inventory do I provide to my dealer uh, in, right here in Tyson's Corner? So the VW, we have a VW dealer right down the street. There's a brand new Jetta that's out as a 2019 model. And they need to give the dealer the right mix of that vehicle to be able to satisfy the demand for this area. Um, now it's a new model, so there's some unknowns on what people are going to want. So the manufacturers have a challenge of what's the right mix that I give to this dealer to satisfy demand for the consumers in this area to optimize this brand new Jetta that I just built. Uh, I invested all this money and now I need to sell it and I want to get the right vehicles to the right place at the right time. So right now there's a lot of guesswork. And what this build data does is it takes away that guesswork because now we have precision on here's a VIN, here's all the content, here's how quickly this vehicle moves, here's how quickly the other vehicle moves with some different content. And over time, as you start to build this data, you can start creating, uh, you know, get into some of the analytics and you could call it machine learning or whatever you want to mm -hmm. call it. Uh, whatever modeling you use, it could be very simple models, it could be very sophisticated models where you can start learning of uh, what vehicles sell in certain areas, what vehicles don't sell, uh, what, what the difference is in margins, what the difference is in turn, uh, and basically optimize the allocation of your vehicles as a manufacturer, optimize the inventory that you have at your dealership, so you're, you're mm -hmm. satisfying demand for your region, and that's both for the new and used market. And we just happen to be in a really cool position at JD Power because we have all that data to be able to provide that kind of insight. We have data on the new vehicle transactions, we have data on the used vehicle transactions, and now we're adding this build data that overlays all that transactional data that JD Power collects. Very interesting, very rich, right? It's a rich, uh, uh, a lot of texture that you're adding to it. 
and it seems like there's, I've only described just a handful of applications. Uh, so for regional planning, if you own multiple dealerships. But it works at the dealer level as well. Does it work at the sales level? In other words, who are the people, the actual individuals that might, the personas, if you will, that can benefit uh, and apply it? And let's work from high to low. So if we were working at a large dealership kind of an organization and, and maybe worked on, does it work all the way down to the sales level? That's the beauty of it. I mean, you're really getting into identification of a specific vehicle with specific content and specific features. So you have a vehicle, if we use an economic term, that has a certain utility function. Mm -hmm. Now you can match that utility function with the with the with the needs of an individual consumer, right? right? So ultimately, what you're trying to get to um, is a one-to-one -one sale. Mm -hmm. You have a perfect vehicle for the consumer that has that perfect need for that vehicle. So obviously, if you're able to create that kind of alignment between consumer and the product, you're able to get higher prices. So um, now that you could always scale that up in aggregate and, and make, you know, more general, get a more general understanding of the market. But ultimately, uh, that's what you're trying to do. You're trying to get to align your, the perfect car with the right person. Excellent. And this moves in that direction. Outstanding. All right. So how, how are we making, how are you at J.D. Power making this, uh, this service, this capacity, this new capability? available to the market? So the, the first application, um, we have a, uh, a B2B website that enables dealers and lenders, insurance companies, uh, just any sort of business uh, stakeholder. Uh, they can access uh, vehicle value data through our website. Uh, now when they go to the website, they'll be able to enter a VIN and get this uh, content-rich data. So that's the first application. So it's, it's more of just a, a research type of application. We're um, building a system to be able to uh, distribute this data to a lot of third-party information providers. So one thing that we do here in the valuation um, services group is we provide a lot of data to a lot of different um, clients that provide uh, different industry solutions. So we, our data is kind of the Intel inside, so to speak, of different kind of product solutions that are out there in the industry from inventory management, to uh, insurance understanding total loss, uh, to uh, lenders writing loans. Uh, you know, they use our data to figure out how much money to give you. This creates all that precision in all those different areas. So now when you go in and get a loan for a used car, right now the, the lenders, since they're not looking at the used car, they, they're, they're just looking at a piece of paper, <clears throat> they, you might, they might not loan on the actual content and features on that vehicle. Uh, because they, they're not sure if they're actually on there because it's not in the VIN. Now, uh, with this type of precision, they'll be able to uh, lend the right amount to you so you're, you're, otherwise you're, the consumer's burdened with, uh, with a higher payment. So th th this is what this application facilitates, like that kind of research. Driving that uh, website is a huge database that essentially um, has all this VIN information available uh, in, in such a way that we can start creating all kinds of more sophisticated analytic solutions because we have access to all this data. So virtually any question that anyone in the automotive industry needs to answer that necessitates getting down to that precision, down to the VIN, our data can facilitate. 
So there's all kinds of solutions that, that could be for provided when you need that granularity in the data. So the number of applications is going to continue to grow as people find new ways to, to, to leverage yeah. that. It's really two things, granularity and transparency. Am I capturing that correctly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. granularity and transparency. And, and to me, I I'm, I'm keep using this word precision. Yeah. Some people are throwing out the word high fidelity, but yeah. I'm finding a hard yeah. time connecting the two because yeah. I just can't stop thinking of John Cusack. Yeah. But yeah, it's precision. So to me now, and, and precision without having to see the vehicle. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like um, ordering a diamond online. You're not going to just order a diamond online because it looks good. Mm -hmm. You're going to order it if it has a grade. Mm -hmm. And that grade is based on an expert evaluating that diamond. So you can, you can trust that you're going to get a product that's in line with uh, what, what the photos uh, tell you. With this VIN uh, data, it's the precision. Now you know exactly. Uh, what, what the vehicle is and all the uh, content available in that vehicle. So you have a, a perfect understanding of that, of that vehicle, of so that vehicle's content. So to find and learn more about this, uh, they can go to jdbauer.com, go to the B2B site for valuation services. Am I capturing that correctly? Yep, that's correct. It's uh, nada.com forward slash B2B. And right now, it's, it's only available for business applications. Um, you know, obviously, the businesses are going to cascade that to the consumers. but. Um, Right now, the information is, is uh, provided on the business side right now. Jonathan, what a pleasure. Thank you so much for helping us better understand the role of integrating other information around the VIN data set. Yeah, thank you.